Welcome to Cretech Climate Cast, a podcast series devoted to educating, inspiring, and leading the built world to address the world's biggest crisis, climate change. I'm your host, Michael Beckerman, CEO of Cretech Climate, the leading voice for the real estate industry's commitment to climate tech. Join me each week for 20 minutes as we connect with the world's leading real estate and tech innovators from VCs, real estate companies, academic, and nonprofit sectors. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, it's Michael Beckerman, CEO of Cretech and Cretech Climate. Welcome to my podcast, Cretech Climate Cast where I interview leaders that are focused on helping to decarbonize the built world. As we've discovered in this podcast and in other platforms on Cretech and Cretech Climate, the real estate industry is responsible for 40% of all carbon emissions globally. And it's something that myself and my team and the leaders that I interview are all focused on addressing. For me, One of the areas that I draw inspiration and insights from is other organizations, other groups that are led by people that have been doing the hard work on climate technology and sustainability for years, well, well before I had my revelation at Cretech Climate. And Menno Lammers, founder of PropTech for Good, is one of those people that I draw a great deal of inspiration and insights from. And it's my great pleasure to welcome him to my podcast today. Menno, good to uh, spend some time with you today. Yes, awesome, uh, Michael. Uh, thank you for, uh, for having me uh, today at your podcast. Let's begin for those few people that might not know about you. Could you give a little background on on yourself and then how you came to the realization and the discovery of PropTech for Good? What led you to that pivotal moment where you founded the organization? Yeah, I'm the quartermaster and founder of PropTech for Good. And to tell what PropTech for Good is all about, PropTech is, of course, property and technology, so the merging of two industries. And for Good is related to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And the PropTech for Good Alliance is a global leading alliance uh, of leaders who drive the dialogue, the action and the change, and serving others, of course, by using technology as a lever to contribute uh, to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. I started it, the movement, uh, last year during. the, the first lockdown in the Netherlands. You know, I, I'm active in PropTech for uh, five years now. And, and the days before, I was very active in innovation and strategy uh, in the real estate industry in the Netherlands. And already there, I saw some different things which hit me in the heart, things that should go different from my point of view. For example, business case and value case or something like that. Uh, but also the continuous focus on growth, growth, growth and building and construction. I was like, are we going to create a next bubble or something like that? Something goes wrong. And, and, and then PropTech came in and it was very focused on tech solutions and very technology push. But I always had the, had the feeling, but why are we doing this? You know, so at the beginning at PropTech NL, I already connected that with the UN Sustainable Development Goals, but that was, that was 2016. Maybe you know, but uh, the UN Sustainable Development Goals were signed by 193 uh, countries in 2015. So it's really early. And you know, you know, we, uh, the real estate industry is 
yeah, one of the laggards uh, also on the digital uh, uh, part. So I was too early. But that's a little bit uh, the story of my life. I <laughs> I had some other uh, challenges. Other than being like was, me, my friend, which is always too late. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was too early. <laughs> um, but that's also hard, you know. And and I always say someone has to make that step. And it doesn't mean it's new, new, you know. But you see, you feel, and you're puzzling uh, something, and it's like, hmm, we have to go that way, and. For me, it was like I have to to reinvent PropTech NL, but now on a global scale. Mm. So the first thing I did was um, finding my friends all over the world uh, with the national PropTech networks or regions, and we joined forces in uh, last year, uh, 33, and uh, already 36 national networks joined. So they signed the same confirmation of commitment and support. So that's really awesome, you know, being uh, to, to address the sustainable development goals on their agenda and also to support each other, to share, you know, network experiences, use cases so we can learn. Because I believe we can use a business as a force for good. And at the moment, we are de-regenerative. So we are using more. We have to go to, to give back. And when we share those experiences, we can speed up and accelerate that movement. So it's on climate, but it's also on health and well-being, on offices. It's about sustainable uh, cities, uh, renewable energy. You know, we can learn so much. And of course, I know all the countries have, a, have an, another context, have other laws and regulations, but it's, it's, it's about uh, ideas yeah, spreading ideas in that way or spreading con- yeah, the, uh, examples. And I think that's still low-hanging fruit because then things have, has to be done <laughs> yep. uh, and taking action. But it starts with being aware. Um, and I think that that movement is growing because, you know, getting phone calls from all around the world to talk and speak on conferences, internal, in-company activities. So I think we get some traction uh, yeah. in the movement. Yeah, for sure, Meadow. So let's let's unpack PropTech for good for the audience. So just if you could explain what is your mission, what's mm-hmm. the, the core objective, and how specifically are you setting out to accomplish those objectives? I believe that people can transform businesses as a source for good. That's, so that's, that's the, the belief, the core belief. Um, the mission is to inspire and develop the leaders in property and technology. Uh, and it's my aspiration as for Protect for Good to be a global force for good that innovates the living environment or the built environment. So what I want to do is, first of all, creating that awareness because that's, that's key. That's always the starting point. Building an alliance with people who are really focused on getting things done, you know, um, I'm not using for the, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't want to, to, to put on the logos on the website and, right. and that's it. You know, right. I really, it's time to act. It's that simple. Uh, if you don't want to move, <laughs> stay at home, be there. And now at, the, at, at this moment, um, we are, uh, validating a new proposition. So new services. So the basic layer will be the alliance. And we put some pillars on that alliance. So the roof of the, of the house 
and will be the um, societal challenges or the, the SDGs. So SDGs are the North Star because the regenerative is going to move away the culture in the uh, also the regenerative movement is is coming is evolving but we have to bridge that gap and bridging that gap is contribute to the sustainable development goals so that's net zero uh, but we have to be aware that we are not focusing on doing less bad and still doing the same but we also need, need that old culture so my my focus is more the mid-term and long-term activities. So what do we want to achieve? And then building back, what do we need now to achieve those goals instead of we have a solution, do you want to buy it? So, but I, you know, I'm testing, I, I'm validating the, um, the proposition. So okay. hopefully I can, I can, yeah, can, can show you or can tell you more in, in our next one. So it's, it's, <laughs> It's a bit too early. <laughs> yeah, now I know. <laughs> no, I know too but early. But no. um, yeah, you know, it's, it's really about how can we accelerate, how can we yeah. accelerate that impact on the longer term to get things done right now. So that's... Right. Um, that's terrific. Could you also do. just explain, Menno, some of the specific initiatives like the Good Ambassador Network and Society 5.0? Could you just articulate a little bit about what, what those ideas are all about? Society 5.0, it's a vision from Japan originally. So Japan uh, has, a, has a lot of societal uh, challenges uh, like aging um, and also in the Western Europe, it's also an, uh, a challenge, uh, but more uh, countries get that challenge. So they said, okay, you know, we are living now at the moment in society 4.0. That's the information society that's about the computer and the internet. And 5.0, it's a human-centered society that balances uh, the economic progress uh, with solving societal problems through a system that is highly integrated, cyberspace and the physical space. So it's about the fourth industrial revolution. So they also talk about the super smart society. And that means that a lot of new technologies like AI, the Internet of Things are part of that. So that's beyond the internet. So that's also why it's called Society for uh, 5.0. And a lot of people talk about the, in, um, uh, the, in, uh, in the fourth industrial revolution, but that's very focused on technology. So that's really the mindset of the old, the old way of thinking because we have to create a new society. Technology is nice, but why? Why? Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, what does it have, where does it have, has to contribute? So. We have that big issue with climate action or climate change. So how can technology, Lafferty real estate, so real estate can contribute to climate change? Mm-hmm. That's the case and not we need technology because it's going to save the world. Yeah, that's, that's I think, too simple. So the impact or the, the, uh, the consequence of Society 5.0 is really, it's another way of thinking. It's about interconnection. It's about system thinking. It's about systemic awareness. It's about ecosystemic awareness. So more a holistic approach than be than focused on the silos we're in right now, like architecture, like engineering, like construction. No, we have to get that line uh, and being connected because the choices we are making in architecture have a big impact on operations. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, for example, and I, I, it's a nice example. I think we can construct like we did the, the last hundred years, but we can also learn from nature because my credit criticism on 5.0 is a human-centered society, but that's more like we are in the top of the pyramid, but we are part of nature too. So it has to be more human planet-centered, in my opinion. But we can also create a building which is uh, based on the technology of, of uh, termites. You know, the big mountains uh, where they live, and it's very sunny and warm. And inside that termite um, hill, it's still the same temperature. But they don't using technology. <laughs> they don't know uh, using HVAC uh, is, uh, you know, stuff. But if we can learn, because yeah. technology for me is digital technology, it's physical technology, but also nature technology. Right. And we can learn so much. So that's also climate tech. For me, we can focus on reducing energy and CO2 because that's, that's a big chunk and big, you know, that we have to. <laughs> there is no discussion. We have to do that. But we also have to, to not only to reduce energy and CO2, but we also have to restore and to, um, to regenerate yeah. the system. So that also means planting trees and creating biodiversity. And so it's, it's and, and very holistic not, approach. Yeah. It's really a holistic approach. Yeah. And that's, that's and, and that's also one of the, the big challenges right now because we're so focused on the specialism on the yeah. silos. We have to be more courage, you know, and, and, and more visionary. So that's also why. PropTech for Good is more focused on the visionary, the leaders, uh, the, the, the venture builders in that way. So the, 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 the CEOs really want to reinvent, transform to the next level and less on maintaining the current business. We need that too, because that's the transform, that's the transformation. But it's not my focus as, pro- right. uh, as, as, uh, as the founder and, and, and right. master of PropTech for Good. And how about, how about men of the, the ambassador network? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a network of 36 national and regional, um, PropTech networks. So that's from, uh, the PropTech Denmark, you know, uh, the uh, Colombian PropTech, um, mm-hmm. but also uh, Australia, Japan, also, um, Malaysia. So it's all around the world. It's yes. really awesome. And, what we did in our first action was coming together, uh, of course, digitally. And we, we discussed how can we increase or, uh, this movement. And one of the things was, Hey, let's, let's co-create an, uh, an ebook where, with examples of solutions who contribute to the sustainable development goals. So the first thing, uh, and we published that on the, on the first anniversary of the project movement. <laughs> Was an ebook with more than sixty um, solutions, mm-hmm. um, and you know you can f- you, you can download it for free on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more like get inspired, mm-hmm. get action. Um, right. And now we go. We scheduled our new uh, a new meeting. You know, and 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 talk about hey, how did you experience the first? months what have you seen what what should we do because you know the netherlands is, is about yeah we call it in the netherlands pull them it's about 
uh, discussing, getting consent, and and it's about trust. It's about commitment and engagement instead of yeah. I'm going to tell you what to do because that's, of course, I I make my decisions and I run my program. I really believe that we, the people, have to be engaged and involved also by their own motivation yes. and not because I I'm saying that because I'm the founder of Protect for Good. Right, you know right. that that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, no, it's that coalition that you talked about, that community. It's how people buy in. It's how. Great ideas that you that you've been talking about spread with yeah. real momentum and um, with, with people that ha- that are real stakeholders and share in your your mission and your philosophy. One of the things, Meno, that I've noticed, and it's pretty apparent to anybody who kind of comes into the sustainability ESG movement as it relates to real estate, is that Europe really feels like it's well ahead of the rest of the world, without a doubt, further ahead than the U.S. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that's a controversial statement that we, whether it's the younger generation, it's citizens, it's just being climate activists and making sure their voices are heard both in protest, but also at the ballot boxes and getting companies to embrace change and, and climate tech and sustainability. What do you attribute that to? You know, why Europe is leading the world in terms of some of these critical issues and what can others learn? From that experience when you look at the footprint uh, of europe i think we are using three planet earth or something like that uh and i think uh, greta uh, from sweden uh, uh, did a great job uh and making people aware and especially the younger generations i think we have a big challenge uh in europe uh we all have but uh especially in europe also and um and I think what they, what they really did well was during the pandemic, pushing a big program, the UN Green Deal, uh, into the world from the perspective like, Hey, we, we already talking about that for five, 10 years, maybe, but, but a long time. And maybe we have to do it right now because we know things have to be done and use the momentum, you know, never uh, waste a, a, a good crisis. <laughs> uh, it's, and, and I, I know they're going to, to make bold steps forward. And, and I know that will, not everybody will have, will, will be happy because, you know, you have to, they're going to flip the coin. It's for the better good, but that's the, that's the transition, you know, and, and, and there is a great, it, it, it's about the caterpillar, the cocoon and the butterfly in that way. And that's what's happening right now. So there is a great story like, you know, how, how does a caterpillar become a butterfly? Ask the poo, you know, Winnie the poo. And then, uh, you, mu- you must want to fly so much that you, uh, that you are willing to give up being a caterpillar, uh, the piglets uh, replied and then, how you mean to die? Asked Pooh. Uh, yes and no, he answered. What looks like you will die, but you, uh, you will really live on. And I think that's where we're right now. You know, we're cocooning. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, yeah, we, there will be die. Yeah, the, a part will die, but for the better good. And, and we don't have much time. Yeah. But if we have the, really the compassion, you know, and the, and the feeling that we want to fly, that we want to solve climate climate change by using climate tech, by uh, reframing our mindset to go more regenerative, and we really want that, 
and, and the investors and, and the companies see that's the way we're going to see great things. It won't be easy. Right. <laughs> it won't be easy. Yeah. But I think that's, that's, you know, I'm, I'm an optimist. And yeah. of course, I know it's, it's, it will be a challenging one. And maybe I, I was too early, but I, but I think <laughs> no. this time, this time, in this case, my I friend, it's good. better to be early than late. Uh, <laughs> and I think this is without a doubt the uh, the only time I've done a podcast or anything where Winnie the Pooh references were made, which I think is fantastic. I think it's great. Um, in a couple minutes we have left. Um, yeah. You know, I so always enjoy our conversations together because I, I always walk away with. Um, New information, new insights, new ideas. Where do you get all of your insights from? I, <laughs> and I know you've, you've thrown some great book titles at me, which is fantastic, but where do you get all your insights and knowledge? You know, and if it is books, maybe you could cite a few. What are you reading on a daily basis? Where are you finding all this content that you're consuming? I'm. Connected in that way, you know, on different um, yeah media like Twitter, Instagram. But you know, the thing is, I I'm, I have I studied in industrial management, and so it's very broad. Uh, I'm very broad oriented. We can talk philosophy, we can talk about Lego, we can talk. You know, that doesn't mean I'm an expert, but I like to have that open mind, listen to other perspectives. I'm really fascinated by, for example, uh, Paul Pullman, uh, the, the former CEO of Unilever. Uh, I really like the company Lego. I'm also a certified facilitator of Lego Serious Play, but they're doing a great job to get a sustainable brick. IKEA, uh, but also Fortnite, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big player or something like that, but you know, they're creating, creating that metaverse. And so I, hey, what, what does it mean? And what can we do? Hey, can we? We can maybe simulate the built environment in a digital world, you know. So I try to be, yeah, to push my imagination more broadly and, 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 yeah, and being open uh, for other perspectives. Now, of course, I got my, I also have my, my thoughts and, and, uh, but I try to be open and reading, of course, also the book like The Green Swans from uh, John Elkington. At the moment, I'm reading this book. It's uh, Regenerative Leadership. I should check so, that you one know, out. Looks good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome because there I, I read that we are some sort of have a disconnection with nature, but also men and women like the diversity and the inequality. Mm. So the puzzle gets more complete in that way. Yeah. Uh, and it helps me to, to grow and to, and to thrive, uh, the Protect for Good movement because that's what I have to do for the yeah. next year. Yeah. So, um, well. You know, man, I mean, you, you clearly, uh, you have, I guess, what they call beginner's mind, right? Which is a, it's a compliment because you're always inquisitive and you're always discovering. And I, I draw inspiration from you in, in that sense because I'm always somebody that's trying to understand what's next. And, and it's not as simple as somebody just telling you. It's coming to your own conclusions and your thoughts, but by seeking a lot of knowledge and seeking information and learning from others from all walks of life. And you're somebody, my friend, that continually inspires me, teaches me, gives me just such new way of thinking about not just, you know, climate tech, but just the entire built world and how, as you said, so particularly how, how we create something that's, that's good, that's for everybody, it's inclusive. 
It's not just for those that have, it's those that have not. Yeah, my friend, you, you, I, I could talk to you for hours and I'd still just sit here and listen and learn. I know you're also a very hopeful um, guy. So I typically end these podcasts with asking that question because I am, I am also by nature a hopeful person. But as it relates mm-hmm. to climate, I'm scared out of my friggin' mind and I'm terrified for the planet and I'm leaving my kids. And everybody's, you know, the next generation. So you, you clearly are somebody that has a lot of hope for tackling this crisis. And you're clearly encouraged by the momentum of prop tech for good. So what kind of final thoughts would you leave our audience then with? Uh, this is a message of hope coming from men. Yeah, you know, it's, I think when, when you have hope, you, you can live. Uh, if you're losing your hope, you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're done in that way. I think we really have to push boundaries to net positive impact. The awareness is growing. Science is overwhelming, accelerating. A lot of things are happening, not yet, but I think we have to prepare <laughs> for what's coming for the next months and years. Mm. You know, the consciousness uh, is growing, uh, especially, mm. you know, there are a lot of people, unfortunately, who died or, or, or homeless or, you know, and we also have to take care of them. Yes. Um, there was also a lot of conscious that climate need a voice, uh, besides the four other stakeholders, like the public, the private, the citizens and the academia. A lot of people in the industry said, ah, finally. And, and, and that also gives me hope. Yeah. Uh, because they're feeling that we have to. Um, governmental initiatives like the EU Green Deal, company pledges, you know, Biden is moving. Yeah. And then the, the young, the, the, the next generation of entrepreneurs, uh, with the social enterprises in general, you know, they, they, they act on different yeah. ways than we are used to act there. Yeah. So. Sure. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're hopeful, that gives me a lot of hope, my friend. And I hope everybody who's listening will check out PropTech for Good. It's a wonderful source to, of knowledge. Uh, Menno puts out some great content. You should follow him on LinkedIn and Twitter, Instagram as well, of course. And he's doing great work by assembling this broad global coalition of like-minded people that are committed to creating a better future for everybody on this planet. So Menno, Thanks so much, my friend, for all your great work and for all your support and spending some time with me today. I really enjoyed it as always. Yeah, thank you for having the opportunity uh, to share my story with you and and Krita Climate. Uh, really, I really enjoyed it and looking forward to, uh, to speak to you soon and doing some great things together. Thank you, Michael. Count on it. If you want to hear more about top industry trends, please hit subscribe and join us on this journey to reimagine real estate. If you've enjoyed listening to this week's episode, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. To stay up to date on leading climate tech trends and topics, join the Cretech Climate Community by clicking the link in our bio. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you join us next week.